Hear me out, hear me out. Words cannot describe the shift in my inner experience, the day that I noticed myself picking up, identifying in and becoming the entire persona of Sandy. And what I discovered in this is that every single thing that Sandy had suffered from, stress, was stressed by, hurt, was hurt by, every time Sandy felt lonely and isolated and separate and worried and fearful of, of what might happen or whatever, all of that had not happened here. Hello and welcome to the Mind Detox Podcast. Here, we're going to discover a new way to think, feel and heal while exploring our spiritual side. This podcast includes highlights from my online club and academy meetings, expert interviews, guided meditations and more. All so that you can cure the cause and master peace. For today's episode, I share a highlight from one of my online club meetings, which you can join at minddetox.club. Within the context of the very relevant theme of rebirth, I share three ways to be brand new and embody your best self. Stay tuned, because the third top tip I offer is a mind-blowing personal realization that I've never shared before, but offers the ultimate mind detox and a genuine new beginning. I'm going to share three ways in order that for us to, to experience this rebirth, which is the theme of, of today's um, session and time together, this month's theme. Um, the first thing, and, and it has to be in here, is to have the intention and to actively engage uh, being brand new every now. Um, being brand new every now. That's how I'd summarize it. Uh, we want to be brand new. Now, if you've read my one of my early books called Thunk, I dedicate a whole chapter to uh, innocence uh, because innocence really is uh, a core virtue uh, which is required for aliveness, uh, for uh, massive reduction in stress, uh, perceived problems. Uh, it's, uh, it's a really big deal. Um, innocence is being brand new. Innocence is being empty. Uh, it, it's, it's being fresh. It's having uh, no not holding on to any expectations of what should be happening uh, or have happened or might happen. Uh, it's being forever curious. And innocence leads to uh, a life of wow, <laughs> believe it or not. It's um, it's all our the uh, wow is is reduced by the degree of mind judgments expectations uh, resistances of reality uh, attachments to uh, our ideas and dreams of how things should be and must be um, the more we bring stuff into the moment um, the less this moment can be brand new the less we can be brand new. Uh, and what tends to happen is we just keep recreating uh, the same self-fulfilling prophecies over and over and over again. Um, if 
the degree to which we meet this moment empty and innocent is the degree to which this moment can can reveal its its fullest potential for us and its fullest most wonderful invitations to us and it can um if we're too clogged with how what we think should be happening right now and who we think we are uh we're gonna miss it we miss it and so innocence innocence is the virtue okay every time you sit down to meditate you want to meditate like it's your first time that you have no idea what should happen uh, and you're just completely open to whatever might happen uh, that's innocence if on the other hand you should sit down uh, totally believing the next 25 minutes should be peace only peace and nothing but peace uh, there should be not a single negative thought. There should be certainly no uh, in energy anywhere in your body. There should be no noises that happen, no interruptions or distractions uh, should happen. If you sit down with, uh, this is hard, I've got to do it. I always find myself uh, feeling this way when I meditate. Oh, this really amazing thing happened last time when I meditate. It better happen this time or this meditation is not going to be as good as last time. Okay, all of that stuff equals a lack of innocence. And I've got to share the story of the little girl that I was raising when I was, when I was with uh, one of my, one of my uh, I've not had many, but an ex-girlfriend. Um, when I came along, uh, the father had disappeared and the, the mom that I fell for had a nine-month-year-old baby. And I started raising the baby as, as my own. And uh, this baby started crawling and eventually started walking and uh, she'd walk into my office sometimes, plant her feet firmly on the floor look at me and say, what's going to happen? And I would look at her and say, what's going to happen? I don't know why, but that's what we did. These things, you know what it's like if you've got kids, it doesn't make sense. And then when I said back to her, what's going to happen? She would go, like this and her feet would go all over the place and she would just go absolutely filled with joy for not knowing and we grow up and we then get a plan and an idea and a conditioning of what we think should happen and we have a plan of what will happen today and if it doesn't happen well I'm going to stamp my feet and have a temper tantrum and we end up being like little toddlers stamping our feet having temper tantrums every time life doesn't show up how we want that's not innocent okay we want to be like children. It's a very well-known phrase from a pretty well-known book. Be, be childlike, be innocent. Yeah, and you can inherit the kingdom. Have you heard any? You know, it's kind of a day to share some of these uh, famous uh, words. Be childlike, be empty, be innocent. It's the key to being present. We can't be present if we are not innocent, okay? So are you happy with my first top tip for how to have a, a rebirth? You have to get completely empty of ideas, expectations, judgments, and all the stuff we're dragging into the present moment um, because we miss the brand newness of everything. Little top tip. If you're with someone and you're around someone and you see them a lot or you've known someone for a while, this week when you see them or the next time you see them, notice their nowness. 
Just take a moment to notice their nowness. If you, if you prefer, uh, if it makes more sense to you, notice their newness. Okay, whatever works for you. But uh, notice their newness, notice their nowness. It's fascinating. And if you can do it with a person, you can start to do it with a place. Yes, you might be in the same place a lot of the time. Notice the nowness. Notice the newness. There's something different if you're willing to find it. The shadow might be different. The sunlight might be different. The, the, the plant might have moved slightly or whatever. There's something different. It's a different cup of tea every time. There are different dishes every time you wash them. Honestly, it's different every time. It's never the same moment twice. It's never happened. It's always been a new moment every time. There are no old moments, okay? It's always brand new. If we want to have a rebirth, we got to recognize the brand newness in ourselves, others, life, every every single moment. And there's a really cool movie, if you've not seen it, it's, it's quite old now, but Peaceful Warrior, have you seen that movie? If you haven't seen it, uh, make sure you watch it. It's a very good uh, movie. I read, it was one of the first books I read, The Way of the Peaceful Warrior, right back, you know, in my early teens. And uh, it was one of the books that got me hooked on this stuff. That and a book called Awareness by Anthony DeMello. They're my first two books. Um, and uh, still talking about awareness today. So there you go. Must have had an impact. But Peaceful Warrior. Make sure you watch it if you've got a chance to. It's really cool. And there's a guy going through his kind of dark night of his soul type thing. It's actually never really a dark night of the soul. It's really a dark night of the mind. But anyway, we, we just let that one sit. Um, the soul does have no dark nights. Anyway. So one of the jobs of Socrates, who's the guru in the movie, basically is to get Dan back to the present moment. And that, and, and, and uh, it, yeah, so watch it. Uh, so it's really cool. So be brand new every now uh, is the first thing. Now here we get into other uh, cool territory and I'm gonna invite you to uh, explore this with the downloadable tracker um, if you want, which is also available in the Club Hub this month. Be aware of persona patterns. Be aware of persona patterns. This is the second way I would recommend you to uh, step into your newness, your nowness, and your your brand new your your, your rebornness uh, is is to be aware of persona patterns. I say this because we are not who we think we are. We're, no, we're not what we think we are. Um, your self-image, your persona of, of who you think you are, uh, I'm sorry to say, exists in your mind, partly imagination. Um, it's not ultimately who you are. It's, it's not that you have to deny it or further even ignore it, but you definitely need to know you're not that if you want to experience any form of newness. Otherwise, we just keep being... Uh, self-fulfilling prophecies, bringing who we think we are into the new moment and, and recreating the same thing over and over again. But this is what we don't realize. In the beginning is creation and creation is right now. In the beginning, in the beginning is right now, okay? Uh, in the beginning is eternally now, okay? Creation is creating now. Uh, and what's created is, is largely based on our expectations of what's created. And our self-image is essentially one big expectation of who we are, how we tend to do things, how we tend to feel, how we tend to behave, what we have probably can achieve. And all that self-image stuff, all that persona 
um, if we're not careful, we'll just keep recreating it. But when you realize, oh my God, I'm creating a new every now, like all the time, it's not such a huge leap to be able to create something new because it's now's the time you can do it. And it doesn't matter how long you've been doing the old way because ultimately you've always been creating it now over and over and over again. Okay. Does this make any sense? Like, so it's, it's not even like you're having to try to overcome something that's been around for a long time because actually the reality is you've been recreating it every time you remember who you think you are. And I say remember because we really have to remember our self-image. You might remember one of my first ever uh, stories you might have heard when we first met. Uh, if you've been done one of my talks or workshops or classes or online courses, I, I often share how I used to have about five seconds of peace every day. Does anyone remember that story? How I used to have about five seconds of peace after a big breakup and when I when I lost the that child and because I split up and she left me in mid mid retreat and I had to leave to finish this retreat on my own remember that story uh, that was that was a fun retreat I'd literally everyone wanted to work on the relationships that retreat and I'd just been dumped and uh, I was anyway so I would have five seconds of peace and that five seconds of peace told me what Buddha was saying might have been true when Buddha said no mind no problem okay because until I remembered my mind until I reconnected with, because that's what remember means, to reconnect, to recreate and reconnect. Remember, if you think dismember is, 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 would be the opposite of remember. So dismember, you know what that means. Remember is to connect with. So when we remember our self-image, we remember who we think we are, we're reconnecting with that and creating that old way over and over and over again. Um, so I want you to, this month, be honest with yourself. And, and if you want, use the tracker or just use your own diary or phone or however you do it. But just finish the question, I'm the sort of person who. <laughs> I'm the sort of person who tends to often uh, get worried or nervous or anxious or overthink or get hurt or get offended or get, feel let down, feel lonely, don't know what to do. Uh, feel lost, confused, uh, purposelessness, purposeless. Uh, feel nervous, um, can't say words, um, get frustrated, uh, overwhelmed. You get my point, guys? I'm the sort of person who tends to dot, dot, dot. It's really cool if you know that list. And in the tracker I give you, there's like a box for 10 things if you if you find it. You know, you don't have to find 10 things, but one, changing one fundamental one or letting go of one fundamental one this month could be a big win. So no pressure, but I really invite you to be aware of the persona patterns because there's a chance we are accidentally just recreating that over and over again by identifying with it, by, by picking up that pattern, that persona, not seeing it as a pattern, but seeing it and thinking it's who I am. It's just, I, I have no choice in this. It's just who I am. It's what's happened before. So I have no choice right now to be anything different. And what if that might not be true? Now, if it helps, because you had such a fun time last month playing with the embodying virtue stuff, um, 
if you do find something that uh, like I overthink, I over worry, I, I get hurt or whatever, then it would be okay if you were to maybe just what virtue would be most appropriate for the way I want to be. You know, what, what, what virtue would be the most appropriate for how I'd like to be instead? <laughs> if I let go of this idea of what I'm always like, what virtue would be the good foundation to help me bring in this new way of being? And then you can embody the virtue just with that part of the uh, the, the exercise. Um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, check out the Freedom Protocol in the Toolkit Library in the Club Hub. Okay. And if there's any persona patterns that you you might not find are very useful, or you'd rather not bring into the next now, the next new now, um, then uh, be aware of them. Because it's a fascinating thing. The more you awaken, the more it's just a matter of seeing and not being. Uh, it, it becomes very, very simple. And um, yes, it's still useful to sometimes explore the root cause event and root cause reason and root cause conflict that's driving these habits and behaviors and patterns and stuff. But it can also just be a matter of seeing what you've been doing and self, seeing this the pattern of self, becoming a self-fulfilling prophecy of believing that's who I am and that's what has to happen now. And going beyond it, just letting it go. Which takes us to the third and final bit, which I've never shared with you before. But I, I'd, if it's all right with you, I'd like to share a bit of a personal discovery for myself that has really helped me experience life as brand new and myself being reborn like a, a million times. It, like not just when I was born from the womb, but like every moment just feels like being reborn, being brand new. And it feels very light, it feels very free, it feels extremely peaceful. And I also, as an added benefit, you get to experience this thing we talk about a lot, stillness, without even trying to be still. It just is the complete natural byproduct of what I'm about to share with you. Does that sound good? Can I have a bit of a, a drum roll or some sort of feedback in the chat box? Would you like me to share this final top tip with you before we end today's uh, session? Um, it's a pretty big one if, you, if you're up for it. it. might not seem very big when I share it, but if you play with it, if you can play with it, 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 it can be a really big deal, okay? We've got a lot of yeses. Thanks for playing along, guys. Hoo-ha! Uh, thank you very much. I think that's what Ken tried to say. Hoo-ha! Hoo-ha! Um, and yes, yes, yes. And uh, we've got a few other drum roll. We've got a drum roll from Catherine. Thank you so much. Okay. So the first one was be brand new every now. The second uh, it was to be aware of the persona patterns. Really get clear on how you tend to be. Um, and if you don't want to be that anymore, then uh, first of all, shine a light on it. Sh know in your heart that we're actually at some level recreating this consciously or unconsciously over and over again, every now. And um, play with making a different choice, bringing a different virtue in. And like I say, if any of them are very sticky patterns of persona, then you can obviously use the mind detox method again as a guide mind detox session in the toolkit. There's a uh, freedom protocol in the toolkit. There's tools available to you to clear the um, personas that feel very personal and have gotten to the identity level. But the third and final one I'm going to share with you is be beyond the persona. Hear me out, hear me out. Words cannot describe 
the shift in my inner experience, the day that I noticed myself picking up, identifying in and becoming the entire persona of Sandy. The entire persona of, I've got two names, Sutra Atman as well. There's a monk persona, there was a normal, you know, jo, you know, Sandy persona as well. I had a couple of personas in there, but they were kind of, you know, merged into to one. But there was this entire persona of Sandy that I would identify with and think I was. And what I discovered in this is that every single thing that Sandy had suffered from, stress, was stressed by, hurt, was hurt by, every time Sandy felt lonely and isolated and separate and worried and fearful of, of what might happen or whatever, all of that had not happened here. It happened in the persona. Now, I'm not here to try and create, um, you know, uh, anyone with any kind of uh, multiple personality disorders or disassociation issues. This is not what I'm talking about. This, the, the, the prerequisite to what I'm sharing with you right now is, the, is awareness, is, is self-awareness, you know, is being able to engage the present moment and really explore what it's like here. And notice that when you come here 100%, you leave, you leave all of who you think you are somewhere else. That you have to leave this moment to remember the idea, the self-image of Jane or Sue or Ken or Jenny or Sandy or these are the people I have at the top of my screen. You have, we have to leave the moment to pick up the persona, this persona. But what if we just don't do that? Well, I had one day... I had an experience of, of literally a visceral experience of being completely empty, infinite potentiality, absolute pristine peace and unbounded freedom. And then I had this vis visceral experience of trying to squeeze into this thing called Sandy <laughs> with all his worries and insecurities and quirky bits and all that sort of stuff dislikes and judgments and stories and hurts and history and all that stuff and every time i went when i went into him i was no longer brand new I, i'd left that infinite potentiality and i went into an idea of who i thought i was and i started playing this actor so What was really amazing was that stillness was the natural byproduct of not picking up the persona. Still, stillness and peace was the natural byproduct of not identifying in the identity of who I thought I was. The cool thing was I could still play the role. I can still play the role. I show up here and go, hey, if someone walking up the street, they say, Sandy, I go, yes, you know, like, it, but the difference is knowing that I'm not that, I don't take any of that so seriously. Why don't I take it so seriously? Because I don't take it so personally. Why don't I take it so personally? Because I, don't, I know it's not me. That person that's offended or says something horrible about Sandy, 
They're not saying it about me. And I'm not disassociated or trying to avoid it. I'm open to feedback if someone has something for me. But Ken says, being instead of being someone. That's, that's a very nice way of putting it. Yes. Uh, Catherine says, transcendence, boom. I think that's good feedback. I think it's good feedback from, um, from Catherine. Thank you very much for that. But I would invite you, if it's possible, to see what it's like when you bring all of yourself to here. Not just in your head, and your eyes, using gal. Bring all of yourself here. 100% here. 100% now. Don't, hold, don't, leave, don't have any little ties, like hanging onto the side of the pool, just in case, you know, to this idea of self. What is it like to just be completely surrendered? completely here. Do you notice to know who you are, you would have to remember an idea which is wrapped up in this self-image? Does that make sense, guys? Right here, you're just pure, you're clear, there's no limits. If someone says, hey, would you like to do this? You'd, you'd have to remember if the persona doesn't like doing that or is scared of doing that or nervous about doing that. You'd have to remember. You'd have to identify into this persona. Like I say, I'm not trying to create any dissociation. There's nothing wrong with the persona, but it's really cool when you know it's not who you are. It's a part, it's an aspect of, and a flavor of what you're expressing in this lifetime, but it's not who you are. To be brand new is to be so innocent so empty of who you think you are or what you think you are, so filled up with just now, it's infinite potentiality. I can't think of a better word. It's alive. It's exciting. There's a lot of wow. There's a lot of wow. Not so much tamas, not so much heaviness, not so much, oh, 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 you know. Not so much rajas of oh, oh, that either. It's just clear and here, which you might remember is sitting at the top of your club hub, right below the logo. Be clear, be here. It's what we're here to do or be. But the funny thing about this as well is when you just fully hear, you've transcended the doer. You've transcended the doer, the player, the part of you that's trying to be still. You know, even... When we're trying to be still, there's a doer trying to be still. <laughs> and that's still separation. Because there's a me trying to be still. There's a me trying to be peaceful. When you don't identify with that me, when you know it's not who you are, when you just are so engrossed and in, enlivened and in love with just this, it, it really feels like being brand new and being reborn every moment. It's incredible.